Section 26 of The Extermination of the American Bison. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in December 2014. The Extermination of the American Bison by William T. Hornaday. Part 2. Chapter 6 effects of the extermination the buffalo supplied the indian with food clothing shelter bedding saddles ropes shields and innumerable smaller articles of use and ornament in the united states a paternal government takes the place of the buffalo in supplying all these wants of the red man and it costs several millions of dollars annually to accomplish the task the following are the tribes which depended very largely some almost wholly upon the buffalo for the necessities and many of the luxuries of their savage life until the government began to support them sioux thirty thousand five hundred sixty one crow three thousand two hundred twenty six pigan blood and blackfeet two thousand twenty six cheyenne three thousand four hundred seventy seven gros ventre eight hundred fifty six arikari five hundred seventy mandan two hundred eighty three bannock and shoshone two thousand and one nesperce one thousand four hundred sixty assiniboine one thousand six hundred eighty eight kiowas and comanches two thousand seven hundred fifty six arapahoes one thousand two hundred seventeen apache three hundred thirty two ut nine hundred seventy eight omaha one thousand one hundred sixty pawnee nine hundred ninety eight winnebago one thousand two hundred twenty two total fifty four thousand seven hundred fifty eight this enumeration, from the census of 1886, leaves entirely out of consideration many thousands of Indians living in the Indian Territory and other portions of the Southwest, who drew an annual supply of meat and robes from the chase of the buffalo, notwithstanding the fact that their chief dependence was upon agriculture. The Indians of what was once the buffalo country are not starving and freezing for the reason that the United States government supplies them regularly with beef and blankets in lieu of buffalo. Does anyone imagine that the government could not have regulated the killing of buffaloes and thus maintained the supply for far less money than it now costs to feed and clothe those 54,758 Indians? how is it with the indians of the british possessions today professor john macken writes as follows in his manitoba and the great northwest page three hundred forty two during the last three years prior to eighteen eighty three the great herds have been kept south of our boundary and as the result of this our indians have been on the verge of starvation when the hills were covered with countless thousands of buffaloes in 1877, the Blackfeet were dying of starvation in 1879. 
during the winter of eighteen eighty six through eighty seven destitution and actual starvation prevailed to an alarming extent among certain tribes of indians in the northwest territory who once lived bountifully on the buffalo a terrible tale of suffering in the athabasca and peace river country has recently eighteen eighty eight come to the minister of the interior of the canadian government in the form of a petition signed by the bishop of that diocese six clergymen and missionaries and several justices of the peace it sets forth that owing to the destruction of game the indians both last winter and last summer have been in a state of starvation they are now in a complete state of destitution and are utterly unable to provide themselves with clothing shelter ammunition or food for the coming winter the petition declares that on account of starvation and consequent cannibalism a party of twenty-nine cree indians was reduced to three in the winter of eighteen eighty six of the fort chipewyan indians between twenty and thirty starved to death last winter and the death of many more was hastened by want of food and by famine diseases many other indians crees beavers and chipewyans at almost all points where there are missions or trading posts would certainly have starved to death but for the help given them by the traders and missionaries at those places it is now declared by the signers of the memorial that scores of families having lost their heads by starvation are now perfectly helpless and during the coming winter must either starve to death or eat one another unless help comes heart-rending stories of suffering and cannibalism continue to come in from what was once the buffalo plains if ever thoughtless people were punished for their reckless improvidence the indians and half-breeds of the northwest territory are now paying the penalty for the wasteful slaughter of the buffalo a few short years ago the buffalo is his own avenger to an extent his remorseless slayers little dreamt he ever could be End of section 26